Welcome to Career EQ, a podcast series focused on helping students navigate the beginning and early stages of their business careers. Your host, John Quinn, is a senior lecturer and director of the Consumer Packaged Goods Immersion Program at the Fisher College of Business at The Ohio State University. In each episode, we dive into a topic facing young professionals in today's ever-changing business environment. While John may not be an expert in all those areas, his academic and corporate partner guests certainly are. That being said, let's dive into our topic for today and meet this episode's guests. We all encounter hundreds, no thousands of brands every day. Some of these brands mean very little to us, but some may be an extension of ourselves. A strong brand has a specific identity, an elaborate network of positive associations, perceptions, expectations, functional, emotional, and social benefits. It takes years of consistent actions and messaging to build a brand, and a brand is a quantifiable asset for a company. But what about you? You yourself as a brand. Have you ever thought of yourself as a brand? If you haven't, it's probably time that you did. And the earlier you start, the greater potential for your own personal brand, the greater potential for your career success. Today's guests are no strangers to this concept, and they're going to share with Career EQ their insights. Scott LaCrosse is a senior lecturer and vice chair of the Marketing and Logistics Department at the Fisher College of Business at The Ohio State University and teaches various brand-related courses, including executive education sessions on personal branding. Andy Osborne, a recent Fisher grad and a former student of mine, is off to a great start crafting his own personal brand, which was crucial in his landing of his dream role, which will soon require him to move to sunny San Diego, California as a brand creator for Jack in the Box. Welcome to Career EQ, Scott and Andy. Hello. How we doing today? How we doing? Great, great. Thanks for joining us today, guys. So, uh, Scott, you won the coin flip, and you elected to receive, so we're going to start off with you. How would you define a personal brand, and why is having one important? Uh, well, I think it's probably first a uh, good place to start is what is a brand at all, before we even get into personal brands. So, good point. You know, it's something we talk a lot about. Uh, what a brand is not, brand is not just a logo or a name. You know, people think of Nike, it's not just the swoosh. A brand is a lot of different things. Um, so there's a lot of different definitions of a brand. The one I like to use the most in my class is a brand is a person's gut feeling about either organization, a business, or even a person. It's like when, when you say Coca-Cola, popular brand, like what comes to mind, right? You think of Apple, all those things, emotions, memories, um, that's what a brand is. So. And we get into branding in business and marketing. We think of if your business was a person, what kind of person would it be? So it's like thinking about personality and all these things. So when you think of personal brand, one thing I like to talk about is almost like if flip it on the flip the script. It's like if you were a you were a business, what kind of business do you want to be? Like if you didn't think of yourself as a person or an employee, but like almost like a consulting company. Like you had your own consulting company and you're interacting with uh, companies and and what would that be? How would you act? What's that? Uh, value you're delivering and how do you actually work. So it's taking the concepts of branding that we think of as businesses and applying them to yourself as an individual. Yeah, yeah, very good. So where can one start off crafting their own personal brand? In other words, what are kind of the foundational components of a personal brand? Uh, so there's a lot of different ways to think about this, a lot of different frameworks. Um, the one that I've landed on that I like to use in classes and programs is I kind of think through the why, the what, and the how. So, you know, why do you exist? And that's a lot. That's an area that brands kind of skip over. They want to get right to the yeah, yeah. what do we do? Um, I'm kind of st- I'm not creating that. I'm stealing that from Simon Sinek, right? <laughs> start with why. So a little 
little shout out there, name drop. Um, but you know, why? Why do you even we'll have to put that in the web page? Ep- yeah, episode notes now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a great resource to, to send people to any of his stuff. But you know, start with why. It's like, what's your, your, your what's your ambition? Right? What's your purpose? Um, before you get into like, this is what I do. Like, why do you do what you do? And you know, businesses can benefit from that. Uh, it's like a north star, and I think individuals can really benefit from that. And I found when you have that defined. Um, that kind of gives you direction on where do you even want to go play, right? So uh, that's a good place to start. And then you get into what? It's like, what is it that I actually do? You know, there's a lot of different things that we can choose to do. What's the, you know, what's the value I provide, whether that's for a company or customers? Um, what's the benefit? You know, like, what is it? Like, I call it the promise. Like, what's, what's it, the promise that we make to deliver to whoever we interact with? Yeah, and one thing that I've seen and noticed is especially daunting when you're first starting out. Like, it's such a broad question, trying to answer those whys and those whats. You don't have to get it perfect the first time. Yeah. Try a little bit of everything. Sometimes it's more important to know what you don't want to do than what it is. Because yeah. I've ended up in a lot of different places with my yeah, personal Yeah, tell us a little brand. about that, Andy. Like, what was your journey finding where you wanted to play? Yeah, um, so I work uh, in entertainment and gaming. Mm-hmm. So a lot of video games, a lot of entertainment, a lot of social media, and I started out honestly gaming as a competitor. Um, I played and competed in a prof- in the professional Gears of War circuit. And uh, I still eventually. have a hard time wrapping my mind around yeah. that, but that's good for you though. It, it, nice. it was an unreal experience, but what made it most valuable is while I was there, it was connecting with the artists, connecting with the producers, the, the sponsors, learning how that side of the business worked while I was on the front end of it. So it's really just an experience of wherever you go, be really, really curious and learn from those people around you. Because those wasted experiences, you know, you get lucky, you get in those positions. You have to make the most of it as a learning experience. You don't necessarily have to do everything and make everything work, but just learning from those around you has been the priority. And I think it's good to add, like going off of that, it's you know the key word. There's experiences. Like it's a process. Like this is yeah. this is something that takes time for for brands as yeah. products, and and this is something and, that takes time for individuals. Yeah. An iterative process, right? absolutely, very much so. I mean, I just did, um, actually, we were talking, I did a session on this yesterday, so good timing on this, uh, with professionals who are um, not, in, not in marketing, they're actually the construction industry. Uh, and it's a program, a session on personal branding, and it's like, this is something that you could probably be working on over this next year. So what we went through was a starting point, but it's it's something that you learn more about as you have experiences and put yourself out there and figure out what you like and what you don't like, what you're good at, what you're not good at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I started seven years ago just with choosing a gamer tag, Crazy Train. And then <laughs> that eventually has evolved into a brand that I was known by. And it wasn't even so a Ozzy brand So Ozzy Osbourne didn't already have that one? No, he did not. We, 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 we're, uh, we're currently in, uh, in court with him, <laughs> figuring it all out, of course. But so that was something where it was, it started out not even as a full brand, just as a way to identify myself, but it became a brand based on other people's experiences with me were then sort of packaged around that brand and that concept of crazy train. And that's when you start to turn it into a feeling, into an experience, you know, a brand on its own. It's it's the wrapper for an experience. It doesn't really stand on its own without those customer experiences. So how would you articulate your brand promise then? My brand promise, obviously still evolving and still learning what that means. I spent the last year freelance and now working um, full-time with Jack in the Box starting today, actually. Um, the brand, good timing for us. Yeah, very excellent timing. Um, the, the brand promise for me is about storytelling and connecting with an audience. I'm, I'm, when I'm working with brands, it's about I know your audience better than you do. I've 
oftentimes I am part of that audience and that extensive research and also reaching out to people in my network. When I don't know something, it's all about connecting with the people who do. So if I don't have the answer or don't have the way to connect with that audience, I know someone who does. So leveraging that network is what makes my experiences unique. And then has also been, you know, that promise of storytelling that's authentic and connects with your target audience. And that's something that's invaluable. And a lot of brands spend so, a lot of time Andy, on. I want to follow up with that a little bit. Um, when I had you as a student, I actually, you came top of my mind. When I think about this episode, I was like, I know somebody would be perfect for this. Because right. you, how you crafted your personal brand was instrumental in how you got this gig at Jack in the Box. So could you tell us a little bit about how that kind of came to fruition and, and how creating that kind of personal brand helped create this opportunity at Jack in the Box for you? Yeah, so this this role at Jack in the Box as a brand creator, um, I will be the sort of the gamer, the personality and the idea behind one of their channels called Gamer Jack. He's a personality and a brand underneath the larger brand Jack in the Box, and he's engaging with the community of gamers and entertainers on the internet. It really closely matches their target market in that like 18 to 25, 35 range. That demographic is super valuable. So they've invested a lot of resources into Jack and started searching for that role. They hired an agency, and I had um, a close friend who's actually also an Ohio State graduate um, working at that agency. And she thought of me through my name sort of in the hat and said, hey, I can't tell you what this is. We'll have to NDA you all up and we'll sort of figure out if you're a good fit. And eventually through a lot of interview processes, I was eventually selected. But it was just people already in my network who knew about the potential role who sort of got me involved and placed me as even a candidate to get me in the door. So it wouldn't be possible without them. Very exciting. Well, congratulations. That's an awesome gig. Thank you very much. So, Scott, I mean, we can thump our chest and declare, hey, we're a must hire, you know, but what about backing it up? How can a young professional not only provide evidence that they can deliver upon their brand promise, but actually demonstrate it? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a I mean, that's a good question. I mean, you know, at this time of life, uh, some people are like, well, I haven't done a lot of things. And so I usually, um, the exor- exercise I go through is just ask yourself, like, what are you good at? Like, what do you enjoy doing? So, you know, this is not something that you just kind of figure out and like, oh, that looks good, let's move on. You have to do some digging uh, and take some work. And so usually I ask, uh, start with questions, like what do you, what do you, or strengths? Um, what situations do you look back and say, you know, that's something that I want to do more of that. And kind of, it's really, this is a matter of finding your fit. So, you know, I don't want to t- turn this into like, you know, think of your resume points and like, oh, I've done this and then that. Cause I mean, that's, that's sort of a separate conversation. That's a different episode, right, by the right, way. Right. Exactly. I'm sure there's a ton of really good episodes on, you know, how to craft a resume. This is a little bit deeper than that. This is, you know, how, how am I kind of designed and, and put myself in situations where I just know I fit there. And um, as I've worked on this personally over the years, I think I've kind of narrowed in on a personal brand that's helped me put myself in situations where I'm more confident that I just can do that because I know it aligns with what I'm what I'm good at. Yeah. Do you mind telling us a little bit about how you would uh, profile your personal brand? Yeah. So um, kind of work through those elements, right? The why, the what, and, and the how. Um, so the why was was a big one for me. You know, why do I do what I do? And so uh, personal amb- ambition for me is kind of getting in this area of like growth and development and kind of helping others grow. And, you know, you think of even before I started in academia, I was you know consulting and things like that. So after a lot of wordsmithing and a process of getting through some really really bad uh, phrases, uh, where I landed was um, kind of to me my ambition is creating a more effective tomorrow by equipping others today. That's great. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, you know, and I always joke when I share that I don't share that a lot, but like in select 
uh, places I will share if it's relevant. I say, you know, if you don't like it, I don't care. <laughs> um, because <laughs> that's it's a big part of it too. It's a personal ambition, and and what I I think of that, and it it motivates me of like this is why I do what I do, and I can apply that um, when I was you know working professionally in the marketing world. Certainly apply when I was consulting and helping companies grow, and then it's still my ambition now, right? You know, I'm thinking of hopefully what I do. My ambition is uh, making an investment so that it helps others you know, be more effective wherever they are. So uh, that's a big part of it. And then, you know, kind of the promise is, you know, giving people the resources that they need to help them achieve their goals. So it's, you know, broad, but it, it, it's something that, you know, that's what I've found is not only a passion, but maybe some of the strengths that I, I can, I have to bring to the table. Yeah. Great. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about what is a brand and you know, what, we, what can we offer as a brand, but what about the how piece of it? Uh, meaning, how important is the softer side of personal branding? I guess, in other words, uh, how we go about doing what we do. Yeah, this gets to the last, the last part, which um, I think is really important part of branding in general. It's the how, and that's where we talk about like I call them pillars and personality. You know, there's a lot of different things. There's beliefs and behaviors. It's really kind of like what are your core values. Um, funny thing is, I, I try to come up with a different word for it other than values because as I teach in class, I'm like, man, we use the word value a lot of different ways in marketing. It's like, <laughs> yes, we do. We like, what's your unique value? Uh, what's your personal values? And then if you're a value brand, that means you're the cheapest. So that's not good. So it's like trying to think of it. What is, what's your pillars or what's your core beliefs? Um, what are the things that you think are just the most important ways of, of working? Um, so for me, again, identifying some of those things were, um, you know, having empathy, um, you know, commitment, uh, excellence, you know, th those types of things that no matter what I'm doing, um, those kind of rise to the top as, as things that I value. And then the last one, other thing is like, what's your personality, right? Uh, which as people is probably a little bit more used to thinking about, but I think you really want to kind of identify how do I do what I do, right? When I interact with people, what are the, the words that they would might come to mind to describe me? And it's not, that's not a matter of like, let me sort of like be what people want me to be. It's right. just, it's, Being under, authentic, it's, who it's, exactly. it's understanding yes. this is how I'm wired uh, and, and kind of managing that appropriately, but no, and you have to kind of do you in, yeah. in a way that, that fits. Well, I got to admit, when I read your personal uh, values and your personality, I was like, that was spot on. That's how exactly oh, that's how I awesome. see you. So. That's, that's what I would hope for. So. so Andy, what are some of your personal values and your personality traits that uh, you kind of draw upon when you are in the workplace? Yeah, I think everything that I've always been focused on is enabling those around me. I've always found that based on a personality that's very, very outgoing, very naturally curious and really engaging, um, as much as I talk, I love to be a listener. And it's great to listen to people around you and give them that space. But if you can empower them to sort of discover and find the best version of themselves, being that kind of person to empower others makes that listening for you all the more valuable because you're helping that person find find answers to difficult questions like what are your values and where do you want this brand to go and what are your thoughts on this piece of media or content? So I've always found that getting into a room, it's about enabling everyone else around me. Um, but you know, working as a, a full-time freelancer for the past year and especially being a younger sort of creator and marketer, you kind of have to own all parts of the pipeline when you're starting out. I have to do the pre-production writing. I have to go and shoot. I have to edit things. I have to then go marketing. I have to also work in partnerships with other brands. I sort of have to own all of that pipeline. And that's really daunting. But having all of those experiences then lets me, when I'm a part of a team, better connect 
with the partnerships manager, better connect with a writer, or better connect with the talent in front of the camera. And so it's about, especially when you're younger or newer at all to that sort of marketing process, is try a little bit of everything and then use those experiences to better connect when you meet those specialists and those yeah, professionals. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. You know, Scott, you said something earlier that really kind of resonated with me and uh, you didn't quite put it this way, but it's a lot about introspection. Like that's kind of the beginning. That's kind of the foundation, really understanding yourself and then, then figure out what, the, what are those strengths that you have that then you can leverage in your personal persona, right? But it's yeah. got to be based in who you truly are and being authentic. And so that introspection piece is really important. Actually, to that point, uh, when I've done this uh, this session for professionals, um, a couple of years ago I did one, and, and we kind of went afterwards to like a happy hour, and we were chatting, and, and this one um, a woman said, you know, this afternoon felt like a therapy session. <laughs> and it was funny, but at, at the same time, I was like, that, it kind of should, yeah, right? Because yeah. you're, what you're doing is, I mean, if you're... I mean, the whole idea of a brand is like representing what, you know, a business organization, whatever we're talking about, what it, it's all about and what it stands for. So if you apply that to yourself, you're, you're doing some deep stuff. You're like, you're not, this is not surfacey. Like, what do I want to be and fake it till you make it kind of thing? Yeah. This is like, who am I? You know, where do I fit? And how can I kind of best... Uh, deliver what I'm, you know, how I'm designed to kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a mistake I've seen a lot of brands do is creating that identity with their sort of consumer, their target market in mind. And you sort of have to consider them to a point, but then you lose that authenticity. So you have to sort of let go of that catering to who you currently have or the demographic you're working with and really have that introspective leap. And it will feel inauthentic. That market, those people will know when they're being catered to, or yeah. they're, or they're, or when likewise, they're being told what they want right. to hear. And likewise, when you're working with people about your own personal brand, if you're not being authentic, you're gonna, you're, they're gonna see through. Human it beings just yeah. have just have that sixth sense. They yeah. know when it's real and not. Yeah. So the three of us, I mean, we're all marketing folks, right? Different stages and points in our career, but we're all marketing folks. But personal branding is not all about marketing uh, discipline, right? I mean, it applies to just about anybody. Absolutely, and that's that's why I love talking about this. So. You know, the session that I, I, I put together for personal branding, it's with an organization that we work with through our uh, Fisher Executive Ed. And it's, it's professionals from all over the cr- uh, construction industry. So you have people who are not in marketing. They're not in marketing roles. It's a, a rising leaders program for, you know, developing future leaders. And this is a session they wanted to start the program with. Um, so it's not a marketing uh, program at all. And so that's, but what we talk about is like, this is, these are the kind of things that are actually essential even to leadership. And so I, I kind of end the program with, you know, if you're, if your goal is to lead and to lead your organization, I mean, your best leadership is your authentic leadership and we don't all lead the same. Uh, and so if you want to be a strong leader in whatever role, and even it's not business, uh, you need to understand this and kind of know yourself a little bit uh, better to understand how, where you best fit and how you can best work. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And it's sort of it's, the runs it circles a lot about. It's about empowering the people around you. And you can't do that unless you know them, right? And that connection needs to be authentic and it has to be educated. You have to spend time with those people and with those ideas. And a lot of that you'll go to as the student, as the learner. And you shouldn't be afraid of that, especially even if you are a, supposed to be a leader or you are a leader. Going in as a student will gain you a lot of respect and really make that connection authentic and valuable in the workplace when things do go wrong later on. Yeah, yeah, very good. So, uh, Scott, I mean, what is your advice to a young professional who's about to enter into the um, to the workforce or maybe in the early stages of their career regarding how they should start thinking about their own personal brand? 
Well, I would answer that kind of from the phrase that's in the question is just to start thinking about it. Because, mm-hmm. right? uh, you know, this is just not a n- normal everyday topic. Um, I think we're surrounded by brands. So br- the word brand and branding is becoming more common. Uh, but not a lot of people think about it of how it applies to them and having a personal brand. So I think just even starting to think about it and define it a little bit. Uh, and also just you kind of need to do the work to investigate this. So a couple uh, things I suggest to people is, you know, even like a session we might go through, like that's a starting point. And so you need to, um, you know, seek kind of outside sources to help you with that, whether that's understanding your personality style. Uh, when I started this process for myself, I reached out to people who know me well and work with me well. And I asked them, what do you think, you know, I'm good at, or what are my strengths? Uh, what, what are the situations that you think that I fit really well? What, what do you think, what do you think I get excited about doing? Um, so kind of, and that takes time that puts in some work. Yes, it definitely does. Yeah. And that, I think that going through that process helps you better understand yourself, but also helps create uh, opportunities that are better fit for you. Right? It actually, so you are, have more agency in where you're going in your career and you'll have better success because you're, you're not trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. You're actually a good idea of what you bring to the market, uh, to the market, who you are as a person, and you can better articulate that and therefore find a better fit for yourself and be able to better manage your career overall. Yeah, right? definitely agree yeah. with that. I know it's a big topic to try to unwrap here in 20 minute uh, po- or plus podcast episode. We got a lot of extra resources in the uh, webpage. So check those out. Uh, Scott and Andy, thank you very much for your time today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much yeah, for having thanks us. Thanks for joining Absolutely. us at Query Q. Appreciate it. Please check the webpage for additional related links and the resources on this topic. Career EQ is brought to you by the Fisher College of Business at The Ohio State University. We like to thank our production crew, including our producer, Doug Carraway, for making this possible, and the Office of Career Management, dedicated to supporting our business school students and the launch of their careers. See you next time at Career EQ.